in the Amway business, it was people like Fred Hartice and Bill O'Brien. And they were very top of the tree in the Amway business. And they were incredible motivational speakers. They were just, they walked out on that stage and the airs come out of the back in it. That was awesome. Welcome to the Get Real About Business podcast, where we uncover the real deal about automation, getting leads, retargeting and sales funnels. You know, the stuff that'll actually make you money and doesn't empty your wallet. Get valuable, actionable information from me and other experts in the online marketing space, which will boost your business beyond its current boundaries. Prepare for some hot tips today. I'll be your host, Clive Maloney. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Real About Business podcast. I'm thrilled you've chosen to come back here again today and listen to me once again for another episode. And if you're new to the show, well, a special welcome to you. What I try to do here on the Get Real About Business podcast is to bring you something fresh every time so that you can use that to help you grow your business. Wherever you're at, whether you're just starting out or whether you've been going for some time, perhaps you're making good money, but you just want to take your business to the next level. Now, one of the things I said I wanted to do in episode one when I start this little while back is that I said I wanted to interview some people. Some of those interviews are going to be with experts in the industry. So they're going to be marketers. They might be financial experts. Could be a whole lot of things. But one of the types of people I did want to introduce to you are small business owners, just like probably you are right now, who are in the process of building a great business. Now, I'm really thrilled today because what we're going to be doing is listening to an interview I had recently with Gary Price. Now, Gary runs his own business. It's Carrot Bars International. It's a multi-level marketing business or direct sales type business. And he's been involved in this kind of business for a long time. His background was Amway, International Business Systems, Herbal Life. He's done quite a few different things and he's done pretty well for himself. When he was at Herbal Life, he made the millionaire team. And he's achieved a lot of the things that he set out to do. The idea about some of the interviews that I'll be bringing you, and today is no exception, is about ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Gary has just started on his new venture in Gold Bullion. We'll be hearing a little bit about that at the end of the show today. And on top of that, and all his other experiences in multi-level marketing, he's spent 40 years as a qualified osteopath. As you'll hear today, he's done so well in that, that he doesn't have to advertise He's got a great reputation and he gets people come to him all the time. What I wanted to do with this interview with Gary is to talk to him about one of the things that had inspired him and really what is it that's made him a success at multi-level marketing. Gary's going to be telling us all about that and he's also going to be sharing a lot of the things around the people who have influenced him in the past. We go into a lot of detail around mindset, which we know is probably about 80-90% of your success in business. It's not just the strategies you use, it's really about you and your own psychology. Gary talks about the people who've influenced him, his attitude to business, what's made him successful, and some of the things that have been a challenge over the years. I think you're going to find this really, really interesting today. What I would say is that we filmed this live on location, as they say on the TV. This was in a hotel in Basildon, um, and unfortunately there was a bit of background noise. So I'm sorry, the audio's not perfect. Uh, I'm going to do my best to make sure that future interviews, this isn't going to be a problem. But actually, rather than re-interview Gary or decide to ditch it and not air it, I actually thought Gary had so much that's really positive to share with you that I wanted to share it as is. 
So apologies for the sound quality of this. I actually think it's worth you listening in and bearing with it. Along the way, I'll be sharing a few tips of my own. Between Gary and I, we'll be talking about crabs and butt flips and all kinds of things. So listen in. Here's the interview with Gary Price. Well, brilliant. It's great to be here today with you, Gary. Um, we're sitting in here at the moment. Uh, you've got a beer, I've got a coffee, and we're in the Holiday Inn Battledon. So we met at a networking event. I don't normally sort of invite people to come to the show quite this early, but um, what was great, we, we had a one-to-one. Um, and you know, sometimes you meet someone, you think, you know, actually they've got something interesting about them. And you had an interesting story, and you're doing something very interesting in your business at the moment. Yeah. Um, and you shared a, a lot of interesting stuff that you've done in the past. I know you've been involved in Amway, Herbal Life, and you've had a lot of success in those multi-level marketing businesses. You're currently involved in, uh, is it Carrot Bars International? Carrot Bars International, right? Gold Bullion. Okay, Gold Bullion. Yeah. Okay, so really interesting. Um, and you've done a lot of stuff in the past as well. You're a trained osteopath. Yep. Did I get that right? Yeah. Um, and you're still doing that? I'm still that, yeah. I've had, a, I've had my own practice for, uh, this is my 40th year. Your 40th year? Yeah. So you've had a bit of practice then? Oh, I have, yeah. I've seen a few and I know, <laughs> I've learned what to do now. Yeah. So this, this is fascinating. And one of the things that we, you know, when we chatted, it was very clear that, you know, you've got a very particular way of looking at life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no doubt you tried a lot of things. I've done, yeah. <laughs> done a lot of things that, that have been wrong. I've had a lot of roadblocks and gone, tried this, that hasn't worked, and tried that, that hasn't worked. And yeah. um, and I always believed that life is, is a journey. I'm still on my journey and I'm just starting. You just started. I'm just starting. And this is a new journey for you with yeah. Carrot Bars International. It is, yeah. We're doing it now since um, April. Since April. Yeah. It's a brand new, brand new business venture. But yeah. you're not new to business, as we said, 40 years as an osteopath. Yeah. Uh, Amway, how long did you do that for? I've done that for, uh, I think it was seven years, seven or eight years. Seven or eight years. Um, that was going wonderfully. Um, I was a part of an organisation called IBS, which... Um, it grew the business massively. Okay, and that's not irritable bowel syndrome, is it? No, it's called International Business System. Okay, that's a bit different. But people used to think that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it grew the business so big, but the system got bigger than the company, where we had a system of meetings, functions, in them days, CDs, a book of the month, a tape of the week, and that generated, that gave people the enthusiasm and the, uh, and to be positive to go out there and build a business. So yeah. they was tapped into positive areas all the time. You know, and I've always said a lot of people go to a gym and train their body every day, every other day. We need to train our brain every day, you know, right. with some positive reading, some positive input to keep you positive because 95% of people out there are negative and they're going to drain you. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. that system worked incredibly. Yeah. But because it was earning more money than what the Amway business all collapsed. Okay, so the, the, the business come to a close. Yep. Um, and then you went on to Herbal Life. Yeah, I went into Herbal Life, which is... And still going very, very strong still, today. Yeah. And you've done very well in Herbal Life, haven't you? Yeah. Tell it, us a little bit about it. That. got to a stage where, you know, very quickly I got to, I think in two to three years, I got to a millionaire team. The millionaire team? Millionaire team. Wow. Which returning over a million a year. So this is collectively your team turning over a million pounds um, in turnover. That's it, yeah. 
Okay. And, and that's going really well. And yeah, I, was, yeah. I had enough team there to go on to president, which is the top one. Um, so you was president? No, I didn't, didn't get to there. I was a millionaire million team level, and then right. I got a divorce. <laughs> okay. And that changed things? <laughs> well, that changed things in a way that I, uh, a, a young lad, he was uh, four or five-year-old, because I was millionaire team level, I was going to different functions, like to speak at these functions around the country, around Europe, and it, it involved every single weekend where I was doing training and guest speaking. Yeah. And that's every weekend. Um, and I thought I'd either carry on doing that and earn a lot of money because Herbal Life is a very big, good business, or I have to jack it in and spend time with my boy. Yeah. So, to me, that was the more important thing. Uh, people get the wrong idea of you, you become very successful when you've got loads and loads of money. You're not you're successful when you are happy, healthy, that makes you wealthy, and that's not including money. Yeah. So, to that's me, it was memories with my boy. Yeah, because I mean, we were talking earlier about um, how we define success differently. And Precisely. I think yeah. some, traditionally we think, like, you know, what, how society defines success, and we think it's, well, it's, it's maybe a millionaire and having a red Ferrari and yeah. a big house. That's yeah, that's it. But for you, that wasn't success? That's not I mean, if, if they come along, but they're not a priority. Uh, a priority to me was, yeah. at that time, was memories from my boy. Yeah. Because I could give him money at that time, and I can give him, you know, different things. But it, they kids forget that two days later. Yeah. You know, you give them a tenner, they forgot it within an hour. Yeah. But you will never forget the memories, because I was with him all the time. Yeah. So every weekend, during the week, I was with him, and we've had wonderful memories. Even when the day I've gone, him as a man will always remember, I remember doing that with Dad, I remember that with Dad. We had time with Dad, which is, yeah. to me, is much, much more successful than having a lot of money. Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, and I totally subscribe to that, I think, at the end of the day. We all want a big business. We well, want a great business, but we want a great business because of the lifestyle that it's going to give us. Precisely, yeah. Um, and so, you know, today I kind of I want to find out a little bit more about you. As you know, this whole show is around um, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Yeah. Um, and you've had a very interesting life. You've just you've mentioned your times in Amway and, yeah. and Herbal Life. Extraordinary success there. Now, I know with most people who are into multi-level marketing or direct selling, most people don't make much money at all. Oh, absolutely. Yes, you can make a lot of money. We know that because there are people who do it. Of course there are. Yeah, yeah. So I want to kind of dig into it a little bit into and that find out. More. Yeah, yeah, into that a little bit more, find out you know, what he was doing that was working and whatnot. Before we do that, do you want to just take us back a little bit and tell us a little bit about your early time in business and, and how you got involved in it? Yeah, I mean, I actually... Uh, left school to become a, a professional footballer. Wow. And we'd done that, and I was at Chelsea for a little while. Now, long story, I made a few cock-ups along the way, and I got chucked out there. Okay. Um, and then from there, because um, I had no education, I had no qualifications, right. um, so I went to work with my dad, who was a plasterer and a builder. Okay. So you can imagine from being playing football to getting up at half five in the morning, 
to be knocking up sand cement and putting a hod on your shoulder and doing stuff like that was, you know, um, I had nothing else to do. It was an easy option. So it was a bit of a shock at the time, I'd uh, imagine, uh, uh, and a lot uh, of work. Yeah, it was a lot of work. Yeah. You know, when he introduced me to this big plaster, was hot. And I tried to put it out on my shoulder. I said, no, I, I said, Dad, I can't do it. I must have a funny bone in my shoulder. I can't lift it. <laughs> You know, the language was, you know, profuse, and, and but we done it. Because I had to. Simple yep. my own money. So we done that. Uh, about After about 18 months, we was working up outside, and we was about three floors up, and the scaffold collapsed. We all come down, you know. We wasn't badly hurt, but from that, I had a bad back. Um, going to the hospital, uh, they couldn't put it right. They ended up giving me a nice corset. So at 19 years of age, that's the last thing you want on this planet. So wear you a corset to protect your back. Yeah, so yeah, you can't yeah, bend, do yeah. nothing. It's a big corset. You know, I said, I can't wear that. It's going to mess up my suntan. I'll go to my beef <laughs> So um, somebody recommended I go to an osteopath, and eventually that man put me right. Yeah. And from that point, that's when I got interested, you know, from football, plastering, to an osteopath. Okay, because that's quite a different career. That is massive. And you have to train for that. What's the training? Yeah, the training was four years. Four years. And um, But what kept me going, What I, had this, I, I used to have this picture. I used to lay in bed at night and imagining clients coming in, patients coming in, sitting in the waiting room, and me calling them in, and me working on them in the couch. And I had this picture. And I played this film every day when I went to bed at night. Okay. I played that film. I was watching my own movie. So this is your future, the future you wanted to create for yourself. Yep, that's it. Um, and every night you would go, like, before you went to bed, presumably? Yeah, I played my own movie. You play your own movie and yeah. you're visualising what it yeah. is you want to create in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, I've got a father that said that that's never going to happen. People said, how can you do that from that? Okay. So I had... You know, a lot of sceptics, a lot of negative people around me at the time. Um, but I still had this goal. I still had this dream. I still so you, had this picture. Your dad was a, a practical man. He was a labourer. He was a plasterer. Yeah, he was a plasterer. He was a very um, good plasterer, I might add. But, yeah, a tradesman. Uh, yeah. And um, when I decided to do that, you know, he said, there's no way you'll be able to do that. You're an idiot. That ain't going to happen. Which it motivated me highly. And I was determined... I'm going to go and do this. Because you wanted to prove to your dad that, yeah, you could. I can do this. I can do this. And I'm going to do it. So it doesn't matter what people said, I'm going to do it. Yeah. When I qualified and got a real busy practice, my dad used to go around and say, oh, I knew he could do it. I <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. He only yeah. said those things to encourage you. Well, that's what he reckons, yeah. <laughs> okay, so 40 years doing this. How's your practice been? It's, I mean, I don't even have to, it's a shame because I don't have to think about it because I don't have to advertise anymore because I've been there for 40 years. People just constantly ring up. Yeah. Constantly ring up. Um, and other things in my life of, um, as I've said before, to become successful, you need all areas of your life to be functioning. Yeah. To be working. If you want to become successful in that, whatever career path you take, there has to be all areas that have to be right. Um, being with positive people, associating with positive people. I mean, I haven't known any 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 anyone get knocked up in Nick for ten years and come out of policeman. It ain't happening. No, 
It's who you spend time with you will become, whoever you look up to, yeah. whoever you take advice from. Absolutely. And, and Jim Rohn famously said that you yeah. are the average of the five people you spend most time with. Absolutely. It's so true. Um, and just before we start the recording, I'll, I'll get you to, to share it again, if you don't mind. Um, you just told, us, told me this wonderful story about crabs. Yeah. Uh, a, <laughs> tell me about, the, tell me about your crabs. Remember. I've spent a lot of time with many, many you know, uh, motivational speakers and very, yeah. very inspirational men. Um, it might have been Charlie Jones told me this. But it's called the crab basket syndrome. Okay. And a crab basket, if you ever see a crab basket, it's a big dome-type basket, but it's got an open top in it. So a crab can come in, and it can come out at any time. It's not a trap, it just goes in. So the first crab will go into that basket, and he's in that basket. It's a, you know, he's still in the ocean, at the bottom of the ocean. It's really wonderful, but he's protected. This is comfortable. This is great. Love it. And then another crab will come along and he will come into that basket. Yeah. And he's in And they're both comfortable. This is marvellous. And then another one will come in. Now, and when you've got three people, it might be two females and two males. Well, whoever the two are, they're getting on famously, but the other one gets a bit, you know. So, you know, he's not quite so happy as he was. And then another one will come in. And then another crab will come in. Well, after a while... It's comfortable, but it's getting crowded. Yeah. And they're all nattering, as crabs do. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but <laughs> no, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but then one of the crabs decide, well, I've had enough of that. I want to go and move and find another basket. So he tries to get out. And as he tries to get out, the other crabs pull him down. Yeah. And if he persists, they will keep pulling him. And there's some more crabs to get in. And if he persist, eventually they pull the legs off so he can't move. And oh. that's the crab basket signal. That is your relatives. Your best friend, your spouse, your mum and dad. Yeah. If you want to go and do something that is really positive, but that will take you away from your immediate close people, if they think that they could lose you, they will do unconsciously to hold you back. Yeah. See, I, I find that really interesting, and, and, and it's true. I've been through it. When I first started my business, I, um, I had a lot of naysayers and doubters and, um, and most of them actually want the best for you they really do they worry they worry yeah. that it's yeah. not going to work out they worry that you're going to you know you're not going to make enough money won't make ends meet um they worry that you're going to make a choice that you're going to regret but what's behind it as well is that they worry about themselves and how their relationship with you will change yeah yeah um, absolutely even if they can't identify that that's no. there somewhere yeah and so I think one of the things that I did fairly early on in, in when I set up my business is I deliberately cut some people out. Mm. Um, and they were friends. And I'd you know, still see them and I'd still spend time with them if the opportunity arose. But I deliberately stopped hanging around with a lot of people that I knew were dragging me down. Precisely. Absolutely. And, and that made a massive difference. And I started hanging around with people who were more success-oriented. I started hanging around with more small business owners and entrepreneurs. Yeah. And has that been kind of the thing for you that you yeah. you was careful about who you hung around with? You have to, you have to, yeah. because misery loves company, and they will all drag you in. And trouble is, you could be the positive person in the world, but if you stop being close or reading positive books, listening to to, to positive things, spending time around positive people, if you cut yourself away from that positivity, it's like a fan. You unplug the fan, the fan will keep going. Yeah. It gradually slows, 
slows and slows and slows. So you don't really notice it. If you unplug yourself away from people that are positive and you hang around with with the people that are negative and doubtful and, and they're scared, they're fear, unknowingly, you would get dragged into that bit. Like the fang will gradually slow off and so will you. So you must... You've got to be polite and be kind because some of these are going to be your family members. Yeah. But you have to show them the way. You have to spend time with these positive things to keep you positive every single day. It's an ongoing process. Never think that you've arrived. You keep learning. You know, the brain's like a fruit. Always keep it green. Because yeah. the day you think you've arrived, like a fruit, the brain will be in the rock. Absolutely. And I know you're somebody who reads a lot of books. You're, you're always learning, you're filling your cup, so to speak. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about who are the people that you follow and who has influenced you? Oh, many, many. Um, um, throughout the different businesses, Jim Rowan obviously was one because he yeah. was a very big speaker in both our businesses. Um, in the Amway business, there was people like Fred Hartice and Bill O'Brien. And they were very top of the tree in the Amway business. And they were incredible motivational speakers. They were just, they walked out on that stage and the airs come out the back of your neck. They was awesome. I learnt so much from them. Sure, you know, sure. Charlie Jones and Vincent Peel. You know, there's all these people that are incredible. And But the one I really love today, and I've, I've seen him once and spent time with him, and I'm going to go back again in April, is Tony Robbins. Oh, right, okay. And you spend four days of him, yeah. and he makes you walk across them hot coals. Phenomenal, isn't it? It's, it's just incredible. When you walk across there, you turn around, and when they've washed your feet, and you can celebrate, you then know doesn't matter what comes in front of you, we can cope, yeah. and we can move on. If somebody's already done it, we can copy it, we can go do it. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's very easy for us to look at people who are wildly successful. Maybe it is the Tony Robbins, and, oh, and you know, yeah. um, uh, and you look at them and you think, yeah, but I couldn't be like that myself. And it's okay for them; they can do that. Yeah. But I'm different. But the very fact is, if somebody else has achieved something, then that is a proof to the fact it. that it, it's works. Yeah. It can be done. Can do. If someone's already done it. You're not going to do something that someone's ever done. If something's already done it, and you can do it. The problem is, we are hung by our tongue. Our tongue is our computer, is our okay. mouse. And what if we, because we speak to ourselves 90% of the time, we're talking to ourselves, what language are we talking to ourselves? Yeah. What are we saying? You could, we could all be saying, cool, I'm going to really do this and do this, but inside that little voice when you're around saying that, that ain't going to happen. You can't do it. Yeah. So your tongue is the computer, is the mouse. What are you programming into your computer, into your brain? You can't plant nettles and expect daffodils. Love it. Yeah. Ain't going to happen. It's, it's very true. And, and, and how you talk has a massive impact on how we think as well, yeah. um, and vice versa. Mm. Uh, my friend Will Polston, he shared something with me recently. I know you'll like this. It's called the butt flip. Have you heard of this before? The no, butt I haven't. No. So the idea is that you know, sometimes we know that we should be doing something you know, that would be beneficial to us, but there's some kind of problem or reason that's going to prevent us from doing it. Yeah. So let's say, let's say you want to get fit and you really want to go jogging. Uh, and you set yourself this, like, say, 30-day goal, you can go jogging every day. Yeah. But you look out, it's raining. And, and so you say to yourself, 
do you know what? It's raining. I, I need to go jogging, but I don't want to get wet. So perhaps we'll give it another day. Yeah. What you want to do is, is, what you do is you flip it around. And rather than saying, I want to go jogging, but it's raining, which is the typical way that we say it. We say mm. what we want to do. And then we say, but, which negates everything before. And then we come out of a reason not to do it. Yeah. You want to flip it out the other way. And you say, it's raining, but I really want to go jogging. Mm. And then you add a because, because I'm on this 30-day plan right now and I'm crazy serious about running the marathon like next year. Yeah. And so by just flipping that the other way, it's called the butt flip. Yeah. Um, and the adding the because, that becomes a very powerful statement to create momentum. Yeah, and you're, and you're, you're telling your brain, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. You see, so many people let, let the body talk to the brain. The brain controls the body. Yeah. The tail don't wag the dog, the dog wags the tail. The brain controls. And our bodies are purely here for us to use for whenever we decide we've had enough. So never let the body tell you that I've had enough because the brain is in control. The yeah. body will move to the brain's commands. Love it. Love Constantly. It. Excellent. So what I'll do is I'll put up some links to some of the people that you mentioned there. Yeah. Um, and then people can go and check that out if they like. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your experience in network marketing. As we said, you've done several different things. Yeah. You've been wildly successful. You've stood on stage in front yeah. of loads of people, big yeah. stage. Yeah. You know, you've had to talk about your success there. No doubt you've made some money along the way as well. Of course. Which is yeah. all very good. Yeah. So tell me about your experiences there and what you've learned there, Gary. Well, um, both obviously Mway and Herbalife are very similar businesses. Yeah. They're dealing in products um, and the way to, to generate some income is that we all end up with customers, but a way to generate a big income. And the reason everyone looks at those businesses is for a residual-based income. Yeah. It's like like being an author, writing several books and keep getting paid for years to come. That's why we've always looked at those businesses, so we could get a residual income when we retired or whatever. It, whatever. You need to have a, a goal and a dream. For them businesses, first of all, right. before you enter them, you've got to have a dream. You've got to have a goal. It's got to be. You just don't go in it to say, "Oh, I think it'd be quite pleasant to do this." Yeah, you know, because there is hard work to be done. You don't stop into success. There is hard work, but you must have the dream. You must have the goal. Yeah, that's really important. You know, I watch. You know, you look at if if people are into football tonight, it's Liverpool against Tottenham. So they're all going to be in that tunnel today, and they're all going to walk out on that pitch, and all go, refs and go like that, and all of a sudden the players suss it, there ain't no goals. Well, what's the point of playing? <laughs> what's the point of rushing about, getting stuck in, doing it? If you ain't got no goals, game's off. And that's exactly. life. We've got no goals, and we've got no dreams, and, but they must be renewed, replenished, because we will hit our goals, and if you don't replenish and don't set another one, then you've stopped. Yeah. It's a constant journey. So to join those businesses, you've got to have the dream, you've got to have a reason for it. Then it is just damn hard work. The same as any success. There's no success without hard work. But you must have the goal. You make, that goal must be big enough that the facts don't count. Yeah. And it's hard work. You see, I find this interesting because whenever I speak <coughs> to people from things like Herbal Life, um, Cambridge, White Loss, uh, any of the multi-level marketing, the way that they're sold, and I have a bit of a personal beef about this, the way they're sold is that, do you know what, you can earn some good money 
by just spending like a couple of hours on the side once a week. <laughs> it's about like, this is easy money. You don't have to work for it. Just speak to your friends, invite them in. You earn money, it's a passive income. And do you know what? That might happen with one or two people. That never happens with anybody. <laughs> it's our book. You might get one or two clients, you know, maybe your yeah. mum will sign up because yeah. you have a bit of a chat with her, but that's it. What it does require, as you put it yourself, it requires a lot of hard work. Of course you do. You have to earn it. Yeah, and it's not physical work, it's mental hard work. Because you can go through, the first people you go through is through your friends and family. Yeah. And you're very lucky if one of them takes take hold of it. Yeah. You can, this is the crab basket we're talking about. Okay. And all of them are not going to have any of it. And they're going to riddle call you. They're going to say no. Now, most people will quit those businesses after the first seven no's. Yeah. But they get some rejections and they think, oh, yeah. I can't do it. It's oh, I can't do this. Is, and what it is, they say, oh, this don't work. No, the thing is that they don't work. Exactly. The business works, they don't work. And it means it's going going through the no, going no, 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 no. And you keep going on and you get excited because you're getting no's because you know you're coming to a yes. It might be. 200 no's and I always said to people if you go into say Brentwood High Street from one end to the other and there are 6,000 paving slabs 6,000 but under one of them is the biggest diamond in the world worth 50 million yeah. how many slabs would you pick up and two fast. Would you pick up the first ten and say, oh no, this is hard work, I ain't doing it? No, no, you pick no, up. You pick up. You pick up. You know how much you're back. You pick them up. You pick them up. That's it. And that's what you got to have. You've got to have a massive dream, a great big goal, and you keep going. And enjoy the nose, enjoy the frustration. So, what I do like about Mottilove marketing is that they're generally proven <laughs> concepts. Mm. Um, because you've got people who've been doing it, who've earned good money, yep. and, and essentially it's a bit like buying a franchise, and as much that a lot of the work is, is worked out for you. It's all done for you. And yeah. then, you know, they tell you, like, if you do this, do that, then yep. that's going to generate leads, and do that, yep. and then that's how you convert it. It's kind of an easy way to get involved in a business. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is but there is that. They do everything for you. All you've got to do is put the people in place. Yeah. And that's all you've got to do. Yeah. And that's the hardest job in the world. But when you look at the amount of people there are in the world, if you're persistent and it takes two to five years, you must be persistent, plugged into a, a system that is constantly giving you positive. Yeah. And you will do it. But you must never quit. You keep on. Because so many people quit and there was that far away just a tiny bit yeah but you need you need all these aspects you need a you need a fantastic spouse that encourages you yeah and praises you and you're their hero okay. you need um a, a system where you can be plugged in to positive people every time you speak to them they're on you up your attitude's got to be i'm either up or i'm getting up but yeah. we're on a roll and if you've got that goal, I mean, what really set me up when when I was in, uh, I just started Herbal Life, and I wrote down how I wanted my life to be. Yeah. This is how I wanted it to be. Well, I wrote it down in detail. So like a vision statement? Yeah. Or... What, you know, how I wanted the life to be, how we want it to be, what my house wanted to be, and this. And, and I wrote this statement down, and I read it. 
every morning yeah. and every night for one whole year. And I folded it up, put it in after year, I folded it up yeah. into because I was busy working and I put that into my file effects and four years later I moved house and I was sorting through stuff and I found this file effects. And I pulled this piece of paper out and it's all dog eared and folded <laughs> and I went and I've started to ring that I wanted a a nice five bedroom house with an acre of land. I wanted, or on top of that, I wanted a son. Yeah. Bear in mind, from my first marriage, I had two daughters and I had a vasectomy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so this that is, might be challenging. We're talking big vision here. We're <laughs> okay, talking big yeah. vision. I wanted a son. Okay. Five bedroom house. Two boxer dogs. On this house, I wanted a football pitch in yep. the garden. I wanted a fishing lake and a little golf bit where I could knock the ball over the lake into a hole the other side of the football pitch. So I'd have got busy in it. Okay. I wanted a Mercedes 7 Series. Nice. I wanted a 4 before. And I wanted two boxer dogs. <coughs> and I wanted to be free. Now, as I'm reading this, as I'm reading this, I'm sitting in my, off- in my office, in my garden, with the football pitch, the two boxes, the fishing lake, the golfing bit. I've got a five-year-old boy, and I've got the seven-series Merc, and I've got the 44. So you're going through your list, and you go, done that, done that, done that, And I'm sitting here, and I've got this around, mate. And you've got the most important thing for you. Yeah. Your son. Your son. Great. So that works, but you have to have, keep doing it every day. Read, 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 read. And because once that's in... And that's in that subconscious. There is nothing on this planet that can stop it happening. Okay. You've done all this mental rehearsal, haven't you? Huh? And so you've mentioned a couple of things. that you, You've mentioned you know, one is about like the vision and the mindset. Uh, you've got to know what you want, and you've got to hold to that, haven't you? You've got to find yeah. your dream, and you've got to keep looking at it. You mentioned hard work. Yeah. We have to earn the right. If you were to have a chat with somebody who's just thinking about starting off a multi-level marketing company, they're going to get involved in something that's already established, what advice could you give them? So you give them some advice already. What other tidbits could you give them? Well, the important bit is to have that goal. Yeah, you've got the you goal. have the dream, have the goal, and clarify that goal. Make that important to you and write that down. Yeah. That needs to be, and that needs to be read and viewed every single day. Yeah. Because this is why I'm going for them nose because I'm after this. Yeah. So by doing that, be plugged into a system where you've got available positive people, visit positive seminars, okay. read 20 minutes every day of a positive motivational book, yeah. um, and listen to things. You know, so many of these um, top speakers have got CDs today. Or, or, so it's available. Yeah. But be involved with something like that. Every yeah. day, yeah. listen to this guy. podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it every day. It's yeah. got to be done every day. Then you can go out and you got to hit the numbers. You know, in networking, you hit the numbers. I'm it's really numbers glad you brought this up. It's numbers. Tell bang, me about bang, the numbers. Bang, bang, bang. You just hit as many as you possibly can. Because I know in herbal life they have this thing, and I can't quite remember what the numbers are, but it's something like. 10, 4, and 2, where you speak to 10 people, four people agree to meet with you, and then two people convert. Um, you know, is, is that something you've looked at before? Yeah, uh, that's a lot more than that. Okay, yeah, well, okay, the numbers are probably different to what I'm saying. but yeah, a so lot what, bigger. What are the numbers? The numbers. the numbers. I mean, I really haven't thought about it. The numbers are just big. Okay. You just have to go through a lot. Yeah. And some, but as we talked about before we start, it's about momentum. 
Yeah. Now it's not now 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 I'm involved with carrot bars. I'm on I'm on the numbers game. This is your gold bullion. This is the gold bullion. Yeah. But you build up momentum. So you're talking to people. What's the probably the most important thing out of this type of business is that you have to make friends first. You can't meet some for the first time and bang. Or if you're in a different country. Yeah. And you only can see that person once. You never see them again. Hit it. Hit it, yeah. That's my job. And there's my card and may hit it. But because of the availability of online today and the internet and we can speak to anybody in the world, you know, so I would just I, I make friends first. What I've understood people they don't care what you know. They want to know do you care? So yeah. I like to make friends, find out about the family they found about, and you chat. And then when you go online and speak to them again, they say, oh, great, I'm, you know, I haven't heard you for a while. Really glad to hear from you. How's things going? And eventually, you're building up this friendship of a person you've never met on the other side of the world, but eventually, they end up finding out what you do. And, and that's brilliant. And I just want to say that again, because that's really powerful. They don't know what you know. Sorry, they, they don't, don't care what you know. They want to know, do you care? Okay, that's brilliant. And that's the first thing they want to know. They don't care what you know, they want to know that you care. That's it. Fantastic. And once you do that, then what happens, you'll be going along for weeks, speaking to people, and nothing's happening. And all of a sudden, bang, bang, they all start rolling. Yeah. Because you build up momentum, because you've spoken to so many, you know, you might speak to someone, and you've showed them your site, and they haven't got involved, and I go on the emails, bang, they're doing. Yeah. And I and spoke you, to him three months ago, but you snow. And you've got to keep going. I think the trick with it as well, because what I see is a lot of people planting seeds and they start conversations. That's it. Um, you know, some people, as you say, they go wrong and they're just straight in for the, for the money. No. And that, that generally doesn't work, it's no. too much too soon. But what a lot of people do is they get distracted. And then they forget to keep watering their seeds. Precisely. And so when the time might have been right, because, you know, now was the time in that person's life where they could need you, because we forgot to water and nurture those seeds, they've forgotten yeah. about you. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like a sailboat. You know, you're stuck in the middle of the ocean and you ain't got your sail up. Yeah. All of a sudden you miss the wind. You've got to have it You've got to be ready for it. You've got to be ready for it. And, and you're, as you say, you're sowing seeds. You're putting this in, you're putting it in, you're rolling, you're rolling, you're rolling. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they start popping. Yeah. They start going. And yeah. the fantastic, fantastic thing about carrot bars, it don't cost no money to get involved. Is no sign-up fees. There's nothing. The company give you a website. They give you a free account. They give you everything. They do everything. Their sites are most incredible. We've got them for nothing. All we have to do is just buy our own gold when we want to. So with the the, the Amway and the Herbalife and the other networking businesses, you have to pay to get in, you have to buy the products, and you then you have a monthly subscription or an, an annual subscription. So when those people get into this business for the first time, they've had to buy packages, cost them money, yeah. and they start to earn money at first. But then after a while... Because they lose momentum and then they've run out of their friends and they can't talk to me and then they die, they're gone. Yeah. But with carrot bars, it's different. People come in, they haven't got to do nothing. So they come in. No one ever quits carrot bars. No one ever leaves because they ain't cost them no money. They just sit there. But you just quietly build your business. Yeah. And probably fine, two years' time, you've got all these people in, all of a sudden they just start buying gold. And this thing kicks off. 
Okay. Develop. But you've got to have good follow-up systems for that, haven't you? You've yeah. got to have oh. um, either have an amazing brain where you can remember all the people you need to be connected with. Yeah, I've got our own have... site all connected in, and we're talking to them. We have our own sites on on Facebook. There's yeah. There's always Carabart site, and they're plugged in. It, it's they can go in and they're getting information constantly, motivation con- constantly. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask you a, a little bit to tell us a little bit about how people can get in touch with you. Yeah. Before we do that, um, one thing I'd like to ask is, if you can give us a never again moment. We all have those times in our business and our lives where we realise that we've done something and there's a powerful lesson there for us. And we don't want to go back there and do that again. So if you were to give somebody some advice right now, perhaps they're, whether they're thinking about gold bullion or some other multi-level marketing company or anything, starting their business right now, what should they not do? Don't let, don't let anyone, anyone steal your dream. Don't let someone else's opinion ruin your life. Yeah. Don't let someone else's opinion steal your dream from you. Because it's only an opinion. A nose is, everyone's got a nose. A nose is like an opinion. Everyone's got one. Be focused. Yeah. Don't let anyone steal your dream. Be focused. Cool. Love it. It's been great chat with you, Gary. Obviously, people are going to want to get in touch with you. Um, yeah, people great. want to contact yeah. you and, and get hold of you. How can they do that? Email, which is GaryBudPrice at gmail.com. GaryBudPrice at gmail.com. So they can send you an email there. Yeah. Um, and uh, what I'll do is, uh, again, I'll put a link in the show notes page so that people can do that. Yeah. Are you on Twitter, Facebook? I'm on Facebook. I've got a Facebook page, Gary Price. And I've also got Carrot Bars Gold Train. Okay, so if they want to find out about Gold Bullion, yeah, and uh, if they want to start on their own networking marketing Get business, that might be an me. option. Yeah, yeah. and um, um, if they just feel like having a chat with you over social media, that's okay too, is it? That'd be great, not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, love it, excellent, <laughs> Gary. It's been fascinating talking to you today. Yeah. Listen, good luck with this new business that you're involved in. Um, I know that you'll make it work because you've had a track record. Yeah, uh, yeah. doing that in the past, um, and uh, you know we'll we'll finish our drinks. And uh, it's been great chatting with you today, Gary. Well done. Thank you very much, Clark. Thank you. And there you have it. That was Gary Price. It was great spending some time with him that morning. I'm sure like you, I bump into a load of different people all the time in business. Um, And there's some people that just stand out and Gary Price was definitely one of them. So massive thanks to Gary for being on that interview. And sorry to you that the audio wasn't great there. Um, It really wasn't. Next time we have a guest, we'll make sure that's not a problem. But one of the things that I've always learned in business is that you can wait forever trying to get everything right. And you can spend a lot of time lining things up, getting everything perfect. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to get it out. We could have ditched the interview, but actually I thought the tips that he shared and and his stories, I thought they were really, really great. And hopefully you'll agree with me too. Now, if you like today's show, then stay with us on the Get Real About Business podcast. Next episode of the Get Real About Business podcast is back to just me, and I'll be sharing some more tips on how you can grow your business. In fact, next time, we're going to be talking about inbound marketing. Now, this is huge at the moment with small businesses. While the fundamentals to marketing and sales have never really changed, how we do it has. Inbound marketing takes that old approach where you go out and shout about your services, say, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, which we all know is very off-putting. And instead, what we do is we simply create great content that people are attracted to and are therefore attracted to us. And we use that as a way of building trust and credibility with people and signposting them on how they can get more value from us 
through working with us. So if you want to find out about inbound marketing, that's what we're all about in the next episode of the Get Real About Business podcast. So we'll be back next week with that. In the meantime, if you want to hang out with me more, then why not come over to my Facebook group? It's called Earning the Right. This is where you can hang out with me, ask me questions, chat with other people in the group, and generally get some support and motivation. I really believe in building communities, and that's a lot about what I want to do with this group and this podcast, so that we can help each other be better. I'll put the link to that group in today's show notes. You can get that and links to all of the people that Gary mentioned today. Just go to getrealaboutbusiness.com forward slash 11. That's it today. Do come back for next time. Until then, I've been Clive Maloney. Here's to you and your highly successful business.